Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. Keep up to date with the island's premier entertainment venue by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my name's Joe Morthat, I'm the Marketing Manager. My name's Sean, I'm the Events and Programme Development Manager. And Kevin Madigan, uh, Promoter and Booking Agent. For the Villa Gaiety. Yay! Which is what we're talking about today. Um, because, of course, I can't believe it. We're nearly at the end of a year. And I should say, by the way, full disclosure, I can barely see my guests because there's so much tinsel on my <laughs> microphone. Because, of course, it is al- almost Christmas as well. Uh, but you guys have had such a busy year. Um, Sean, what have been some of your highlights this year then? Oh, there's, there's, there's a good few. I mean, I think it's been great because they... It's been a real eclectic mix. A highlight for me has really got to be um, the Craig David TS5 show. It was just, um, I don't know what I was expecting, but just to see the hall, it really was jumping. It was such, it was, it was the atmosphere was electric. Um, Kev and I were there. It, it, it really just was something. It's, there's something about seeing something come all to fruition, all the hard work, all the back and forth. And then just seeing people enjoy it and get involved, that was a, a real highlight for me. Oh, Nicola went to that and said it was absolutely brilliant because I think he wasn't necessarily what everyone was expecting, was he? No, not at all. And it was really like a like a, a big party, I'd say. I mean, that's, that, that sounds a bit cliche, but it really was a big party. And it, he really sort of touched on the whole nostalgia thing of it. And it was just, it, honestly, to be there, it was great. You, you couldn't ha- not help but jump along with it. So it was really good. And he was one of just a number of huge names to play at the Villa this year. Uh, Joe, I'm going to come to you and ask who some of your favourites were. Um, I think band-wise, I think James Blunt was probably the best. He was brilliant, he's wasn't he? He was so, so good. Um, that's the second time he's he's been um, since 2018, I think he was last year. So, yeah, it was great to have him back. And he just puts on such a great show. He's such a, sort of a showman. Um, so, yeah, that was great. And also, I think in the theatre, I think Greece probably Greece the musical was ace I love that um was so well supported as well it was great to see the local uh amateur uh dramatic society center stage production put that on and it was yeah it was a brilliant show so they're two of my highlights I'd say amazing efforts they've put into I'm disappointed Kev that so far no one has mentioned McFly which was easily my highlight <laughs> McFly, of the yes, year. I think that was your highlight <laughs> <laughs> what were some of your faves then um Texas I think it took a long while to get and um we're been trying for that for about 10 years uh, and eventually it came around and I got to meet Johnny McElhone because it was like you know with altered images and then with Hipsway and then with Texas so to have three big bands was just great and to actually meet them I didn't want to talk about Texas so we just like you know tell me about Hipsway because they were one of the most underrated bands weren't they one album and it was like uh. um, but yeah but he was very open very forthcoming with it so that was that was really good um Glenn Tilbrook in the Promenade Suite. Yeah. Doing the squeeze set. To have someone like that in such a small venue, intimate venue. Yeah. Um, And he always turns on. He doesn't miss anything out either. You know, you get the full set. Supergrass. Oh, that was a brilliant night. Supergrass was great. Two years late. uh, I don't know whether a bit of the momentum died off from their comeback after, you know, the big surge of two, you know, Supergrass coming back. Everybody, yeah, signed up for Glastonbury. And then COVID kicked in and we waited two years, but it was still a great show. How easy is it? Because you mentioned it's been quite tricky to get some of these acts. Trying to actually nail these guys down to get them to come to somewhere like the Isle of Man, it must be difficult. Yeah, it's very difficult. Some of these shows, you know, they can take two, three, four years. Um, Gary Barlow was nearly three years in the planning to, you know, actually get that show. It was confirmed. And then to get 50-odd people all together at the same place and get them all here in TT Week with, I think there's four tour buses. It was, yeah. Three or four Arctic's. But, you know, we've done it. 
it took a long time. It was worth it in the end. And he loved the Isle of Man and said ace things about it. Yeah, so they, that's they, always they good. They voted the best walk of the tour. They did. Oh, yeah, that is that. so yeah, cool. Yeah, that did. must feel ace, Sean. Yeah, and no, it was great. And it's it's like Kev says as well. Oh, well, like you said, sorry. It, that's why we want to get these acts over. But also, the past two years, obviously the pesky pandemic... Yeah. Um, added a new degree to scheduling but you're right it's at least two years we're always about 18 to 24 months in advance in terms of planning um and even some of the acts we've had this year that have just we've just had i mean they were in planning since 2019 obviously the pandemic extended that like the likes of two-door cinema club which were another highlight for me they were excellent it's just yeah. in terms of, of attracting a different demographic in as well and some people might say they're a bit more niche. They're not. They're, they're mainstream, but it was it, it, it was it's packed. Just, it's more contemporary. Yeah, it was it was a great yeah. night. So um, and even like the likes of Jack Savaretti, that was probably one of the shorter ones, wasn't it? Because that we kind of took that opportunity. But mostly, right? Yeah, there's a long period of planning and scheduling and routing and making a date work. What do you think when Kev comes to you and says, "I'm thinking Gary Barlow, Sean"? I, I used to be surprised. <laughs> But now um, it's kind of like, yeah. Gary Barlow's a bit of a funny one because I couldn't tell anybody who it was. So I used to say to Sean, I'll send you an email. Who's it for? Artist D. Yes, it was. So really? I couldn't, yeah. nobody knew. Yeah, so I had to keep actually, that secret for the best part now. of two years. And when we had the vamps, we had a code name as well, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. no, we can't repeat Nothing that. Nothing derogatory no, no, to them, but no, no. great band. Yeah. So he even was... your staff members couldn't couldn't know who these these people were. This no. is insane. Your colleagues weren't I think allowed sometimes to know. Sometimes when we move it along to a certain point of 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 firming up the contract, it's just we we obviously deal with lots of different names and acts, don't we? That Kev brings yeah. to us, and we and some some of them come to fruition, and some of them don't, and that's kind of at the stage we're at now for 2023. So there's lots of hopefully exciting ones coming up as well. But, but yeah, it does. It takes a long time. I can imagine, Especially yeah. persuade them because it's not just like a drive up the road and England to the next venue. Sometimes it's a day off. Sometimes we do cut it fine to get them here and back for the next night, um, which can be a bit nerve-wracking at times. But touch wood, out of all the 40-odd shows, I think it was, that we had planned from pre-COVID, we never lost one. We never lost one show. That's brilliant. We I have to say, I was work. at about six of them this year. That were most of them, I think, were rescheduled, and it's just made for the most exciting year. Yeah, it has, it has, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, Joe, I, when I said that I was going to get you guys in to chat about the year, I found this brilliant because you sent me some notes and you said you were looking at the Oxford Word of the Year and sort yes. of relating it yeah. to you guys. Just tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, so I love sort of the reviews of the year. I love watching um, the big fat quiz of the year at the end of the year and all that sort of stuff. So I. No, I saw in the news that the Oxford Dictionary Word of the Year was um, Goblin Mode, and I also saw that Google's most searched term was Wordle. So I'm trying to apply it to Villagate, and I think the Word of the Year for us would be finally. I think that is sums up the whole year, really, doesn't it? It's it does. finally we've been able to welcome audiences back, and we've been able to have this full program of events on at, at our venues that we've just sort of missed. I mean, we saw we saw a bit in the end of 2021, but to have a full year of it and be welcoming all these. Uh, brilliant bands and having the theatre open and the comedy and all that sort of stuff to be welcoming all those people back and seeing our venues full again is just brilliant so, and yes. the excitement in the ones I went to f- was palpable I think possibly more so than if we hadn't been waiting for that long it just the energy was amazing wasn't it in these yeah, gigs it was. also 2022 say it came to fruition for all these long-standing plans we've had to expand the program so for us the drag queen nights have been a revelation like the first one and that we did, which was bag of chips and the prom suite, a complete Sold sellout. Out. I it was, was it was a massive waiting <laughs> list. But you just said it then. The energy was palpable. The energy that night in the room was palpable. It was amazing. It brought in different people. It was just it was just such a fun night. I don't really know what I was expecting. It wasn't what we got, but in a good way. Um, and then we followed that up with um, the one in July again, bringing different audiences to the gate. And we've just done the one 
two nights ago um, in the Gaiety again, which again... Multi-bill. Um, yeah. And currently, you know, some of the modern drag race at the moment, which is really popular, Four Series has just finished, and uh, it seems to, you know, it's a, it's a whole new market for us, really. Yeah. It, it seems adapted. to work well. Yeah. yeah. we've yeah. got there with that as well. It must be difficult coming up with the right quarter, sort of mix of all of these different acts, because you have theatre, you have comedy, you have music, you have performance artists who, you know, sometimes you can't even describe what these guys do. So, I mean, it's it's quite quite a difficult thing, I'm guessing, to get the balance right. It is, and it's, it's, we're catering for all tastes, or trying to cater for all tastes. So, you know, there's been different things this year, like The Hypnotist, um, another highlight for me, which obviously a staple of our programme is the family stuff. But, I mean, thanks to Kev this year, we did manage to find Landsog and the Flying Doctors, which was based on the Julia Donaldson book. That was a highlight for me. I've got young kids. But it was just a brilliant show to see the kids watching the story come to life on stage. It's different to TV. It's different to reading the story. It was just it was just magic that so yeah it, it is a real balance because one minute we're doing Zog the next minute we're doing drag queens the next minute we're doing a full rock band the next we're doing a, a theatrical show a hypnotist a panto you name it but that's why I think we all like our jobs because no it's two days are the same it's mm-hmm. an absolute right with being an island you know South Coast is an island population we've got to supply something from five year olds to eighty five year old plus mm-hmm. something for everybody because a lot of people do travel off to see you know go find their entertainment elsewhere. And we're trying to supply it here, so literally for families right the way through and cover every base because it's a versatile venue. You know, there's four or five rooms in there we can use um, from a 60 capacity, whichever, right up to the 1,600 in the Royal Hall. So, you know, if 60 people want to see a flamenco guitarist, I'm sure we can accommodate that, you know. Please, can we have Harry Styles? Please, 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 can we have Harry Styles, Kevin? Please, can you get him to come and play for like just over a thousand people and not millions? (laughs) That's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Well, never say never. One for 2023, yeah. There's your challenge, get Harry Styles over. Um, Joe, it it was alluded to there by Sean, uh, it is panto season. Tell us about this year's panto. Yeah, it's um, another brilliant one, Shown Productions, um, great local casting. Uh, Jack Divers is in it. Um, We've got Lisa Kreisky. Tony Rudd, I think he's local, isn't he? Dorothy, who's played by Leah Carter. Yeah, so, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic, another fantastic panto. Lots of um, local jokes and, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. Um, they, they put on a great show, don't they, Sean? They do, yeah. Um, and the bookings are really, really strong. I mean, obviously, we've had a couple of strange years with COVID, but this year you can really feel, like, the the, the old-school panto yeah. excitement again as well. So yeah. it's I think it's Wizard of Oz is sort of a, a classic pan, a panto classic as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. So we've got a, a relaxed and British Sign Language performance as well for, for the panto, so that's on the 2nd... That's at 2pm on the 28th of December, so... Um, again, catering for they are and the relaxed performances. I think, as we've mentioned when we've seen you before, Chrissy, they they are great because it's not only to make sure that it's accessible for people with all different needs. It really is great for people that want to bring young kids. They don't have to sit yeah. and stay. And we get that's kind of a given for the panto, but particularly with the relaxed performances, they're able to move around a little bit. And it's exciting now because they're literally rehearsing as we speak. They were rehearsing today in the arcade, were, yeah. um, so they're going into their intense rehearsal period now, and then they'll be up and live. Uh, 17th yeah 17th so yeah. we're almost yeah. there well I've got my tickets I'm super excited and speaking of um, sort of local talent on the stage with a, the theatre Kev you're a massive supporter of local music over here as well which of course is what Live Lounge is, is really all about and there have been some amazing gigs this year haven't there they have um, you know throughout past few years TT traditionally we've done like DCAC Pigs on the Wing and then we were looking for somebody else after we came out of lockdown uh, to see who could do uh, you know, give them an opportunity to do a gig in the Royal Hall and uh, a bunch of skankers were pulling the crowd 
so I had with Marshy and said, look, do you fancy doing this on a bigger, sta- bigger stage, bigger scale? And uh, they agreed. And we'd done the first one. Uh, everybody came out of lockdown. We sold it out. And everybody had a great night. And then we repeated it again this year. It was one of your faves, Sean, wasn't it? It was great, yeah. It was just, a, again, a bit like, not like Craig David, but in terms of bouncing, it's just that atmosphere, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, and there's a lot of, lo- there's a big local following and it just brought in different people again. And it was just, like Kev said, or it's just nice to see them on the bigger stage because yeah. they're such a great local band. So, yeah. And that's been the opportunity because I know it myself, you know, when you've got a, a band that do sort of big songs, you want a big audience to play yeah. to. And so yeah. to have that opportunity, when you think acts in the UK would never get the chance to, to perform on a stage like that, would they? No. Yeah. We always say that, you know, you, you're you going to get to see top rated acts in a really intimate space. Mm-hmm. You get the chance to get up close and personal, which is, yeah, not something that you're afforded the opportunity to, to do when you're in the UK. Yeah. I think the bands love that as well, don't they? The bands yeah, love they the do. fact that they're also so close to the audience and yeah. they really get that feel for it. Yeah. I think that's what happened with McFly and I think that's why McFly was so electric because I think they are so used to playing massive arenas and then all of a sudden they're back in what for them would be, to us it's a big venue, to them it must be tiny playing. And they literally said that though, they literally said, we're not used to this, we're, we're so close to you in a, in a good way, so it was great. Yes. And they're, they're their rapport, particularly with the audience, I thought was great. It was amazing. The, yeah. energy that, the energy in that show was just amazing from the word go. Wasn't it? Right yeah. the way through at the end. There was no lulls. And it just went straight through right to the so end. So talented. Bang. I need to stop talking about them because it's all I talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you, did, you did get very excited about that show. I, I did get very excited. <laughs> they were just brilliant. Um, but it's not just about music. It's not just about theatre. You've got the cinema as well, obviously. And uh, there's some excellent Christmas things coming up in the cinema. Who wants yeah, to tell me about them? I, Joe? I, I'll, tell, I'll tell you about that. Go so on. we've got a Violent Night, which is uh, quite a different take on Yeah, I'm intrigued classic. by this one. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's quite a different take on a Christmas film. So that's screening at the moment until the 22nd of December. So it's about a family that get taken uh, hostage and Santa comes in and saves the day. Um, sort of a superhero style. Yeah, it's uh, been described, of, hasn't it? Sorry, Jazz has as a um, think Home Alone, but... Um, Maybe with a fifteen certificate. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, so it's great. I mean, watch the trailer. It's um, it's something different, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it looks brilliant. I want to go. I want to go see it. And then we've also got some uh, classic Christmas films as well. So we've got uh, Santa Claus, uh, the nineteen ninety four Tim Allen version that was uh, screening on the eleventh for the tenth of December. So this weekend, then next weekend on the seventeenth and eighteenth, we've got. The uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. My favourite. My favourite too. Oh, in, I love too. it. It's in 4K, so it's all been sort of remastered as well. So yeah, it's it's the full. We got asked a question. It's the full one. It's got a, a certain song in it. It has. It? We, we've got. We had a couple of questions about that on yeah, Facebook. And a we lot of big it, Muppets Has it got fans. this song? I think it's the Scrooge song. There's some versions of it. The Scrooge song is missing, um, but it is the full version. <gasps> and um, yeah, relaxed performance of that as well. Um, so I hope the tickets left because I am going. There was only a couple actually. It's so it's, it's, no! to be honest, it's been taken us by surprise. We we thought they'd be popular, but not quite as popular so quickly. Yeah. Um, well, to see movies like that on the big screen again, very rare. Yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah. how as they're intended, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the relaxed screen as well. That's a, a bit of an earlier one. But again, if you're bringing kids, it's one that they don't need to just sit on their seats the whole time they can move around yeah excellent stuff well listen that's what's what's you know fast approaching however Kev there's lots coming in 2023 isn't there there's lots coming in 2023 can you actually tell us about any of it or is it all code no. words <laughs> well, the ones we've got out there we've got Jason Fox will be the first one uh, in the gaiety which I'm sure will be very popular uh, yeah. tickets are going well for that and then throughout there'll be a good mixture of the same we've got plenty of comedy in be loads of live music uh, in the the Villa Arena Royal Hall, there'll be music in the Gaiety, there'll be music in the Prom Suite. And as we always do, with the 
big name bands, we always try to go for a local support on that. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Most of the time it does, which is great. Because as you know yourself, there's plenty of talent on the island. We've had some great local supports this year. I should ask uh, then, from the point of view of local bands, uh, how do they put themselves forward for these sort of slots? Well, with it, um, if they send, usually they send everything to me, and then I put them all together and we pass it on to the band's management. Uh, we don't have, due to popular belief, maybe we don't have a say in it whatsoever. Um, it's not our decision. So we'll pick them. We say, what do you want to put in? So they send us an EPK. Then we forward it to the artist's management. Um, they have a listen, they go through it, they make the selection, they run it past the band. If the band are happy, they'll come back and say, we want to use X. Which is cool in itself, isn't it? Which Imagine like having a band you love yeah. say they want you to support them. So that's where the killers comes, because the band are actually endorsing you themselves, that they want you to come and perform and open up for them, uh, which gives it even more, you know. Big shout out to Bahuki, yeah. who I thought were excellent opening Fantastic. for Supergrass. Yeah. And yeah. just with the last minute, it was like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely really brilliant good. stuff. Um, and Sean as well, theatre is going to be busy next year. So busy, yeah. We kick off in the theatre with one of the first um, the first of the amateur dramatic societies. So it's Young Frankenstein, that's from the Douglas Choral Union. Um, closely followed by, um, it'll be the Young Farmers in between um, with their our sort of annual concerts. And then hot on their heels is... Let me get this right. Annie, get your gun. The stone version. So that's... What very... does that mean? I knew you were going to ask me that. It's, 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 the, it's the producer, yeah. I think it's the change of the producer. But it's um, obviously that's a classic musical, so that'll be great. And what I love about that is there's two completely different musicals in quite close proximity. And then as we go further into the year, we'll have the usual things like the Easter Festival plays um, and... Taylorian Productions next summer doing Kinky Boots, which I think would be fantastic. As we go further into the year, um, much, much further into the year, um, Centre Stage Productions are doing Elf musical <gasps> as well. What? I did not know about this. Yeah, yes, World's Worst Kept Secret, that locally, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah, that's been out for a while, so they'll be doing that as well. Um, and then, like Kev said, there'll be other things slotted in as well, other theatrical bits and stuff as well. Yeah, and who are you looking forward to, Joe, for next year so far? What you do know about? Um, what I do know, probably Tom Allen. That's, um, that is quite yeah, the quite the catch. He's, he's uh, I love him on. Like, he's uh, great, isn't he? Stuff like that. So probably probably Tom Allen, I'd say. Yeah, excellent. And, and we always really look. All of us are looking forward to Joanne McNally as well, um, who is a an Irish comedian. She'll be playing the Gate in February. Um, very very funny. Um, I don't want to say she's a an up and coming comedian in terms of for us, but she's she's on lots of panel shows and stuff now. She's selling out shows in Ireland, Dublin constantly, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. If you want to try something new, come and watch that because it's it's going to be very funny. Well, we all need a bit of joy in our lives, don't we? We do. Yeah. We do. And the Villa Gaiety are bringing it to us. Thank you so much for coming in, everyone. Um, Joe, just remind us how we can get hold of tickets for all of these amazing things. Yes, yeah, so head to villagaiety.com. Uh, you can give us a call on 600 or pop into the Welcome Centre or the Villa Marina reception. Lovely. Uh, all that remains for me to say then is... Uh, Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy, Happy Christmas. Christmas. Oh, yeah. and don't forget to buy your Villagate uh, gift cards for Christmas. Well. Yes, they're, they're, Joe, they're, exactly. great, they're great stock yeah. and fillers. Because so, you can gift the yeah. gift of entertainment yes. all I year love round. This. There might be something coming up uh, before Christmas that people may want to buy some Christmas presents for them, maybe one or two. So watch this space. You tease. <laughs> Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. Keep up to date with the island's premier entertainment venue by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.